Oh, I hope you guys are ready tonight. Good evening, everybody. I hope you all bought your big big boy pants and big girl pants. Don't want to leave anyone out and anyone else in between there. It's time. It's time to rise up. <laughs> As Representative Johnson would, would say. But I'm not talking about Soldiers of Christ. And that Soldiers of Christ is just fine. Whatever soldiers we are. If you guys have noticed on D-Live, we are no longer a woke fan. We are the woke army. Because it's time to get the fuck up. It's time to get together, to build our own infrastructure, to do our own thing, and that's exactly what we're here doing tonight, and it's time to get together here and get pumped up. Good evening. Tonight, after last, after yesterday's news, I did a quick stream for everybody to talk them off the ledge as best as I could, and uh, I think it worked pretty well. I think it worked pretty well. <laughs> and... Uh, I just got so much I need to get off my chest today, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to get it all there. So thank you guys for joining here. Let me know where you're all from in the chat. We're, uh, we're streaming on DLive. We're streaming on Twitch. We're on Periscope. And, of course, our amazing platform, our guys, our gals over at Pill.net. Just bringing the heat every day on their amazing platform. And uh, it's going to be amazing. So let's get tonight's sponsor, as I just said, Pill.net. A sensor-free platform that you can all sign up for. It is free and it's amazing, and it has live stream capabilities. It's kicking everyone's ass, and uh, that's what we're going to be doing today. So let's start off the show with our sponsor, Pilled.net. Let's do it. Step in the virtual haven of Pilled.net, where you remain an individual. You are in control. Experience all that Pilled.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want, load topics, Activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on pill.net. There you go, guys. There you go. Go check them out. Pill.net. They are a sensor free platform. They are American made. They built it themselves and uh, cannot have asked for a better, better crew over there. And we are building, we are building something that's going to be out very soon. A concerted effort of of all the creators that you that you all know well, and uh, between us and Pilled, it's going to be out very soon, and it's going to be a concerted effort because what I am seeing right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are seeing a complete purge of any patriot on mainstream media, um, big tech censorship. It's all happening right now. Every now, all the Q channel, the Q channels, if you want to call them, we are all purged on. October 15th. They are now going for everyone else that's any conservative, anyone talking about anyone talking about the election fraud. And we are now being pushed out and mostly everybody out here is now moving to DLive and Rumble, BitChute, uh, Gab TV. It should be out any day now, but there we're all moving off to these uh, different platforms. Now more than ever, because we're going to be getting into a time we don't know what the future is going to look like. Everything changes from day to day. Literally from day to day, minute to minute, month by month, the news cycles change in the matter of hours, sometimes even minutes. So, no matter what happens, I do believe Trump is going to be winning. But if our worst worst case scenario or worst nightmare, something happens where Biden is president, either way, 
we need to build our own platforms. You guys right now are the heartbeat of everything that we're doing out there. Supporting myself, supporting all of our friends out there with lemons, donations, shop sales, everything. You guys are now building and supporting your own, your own creators, your own media. And we are growing. We're growing by the week. We're growing by the day. Nothing has stopped us. And that is a testament to all of you. That is a complete testament to all of you. And we're going to be getting stronger. And no matter what happens, people are going to be looking for a new source of media. And that is what we're building right now. We are building an army. We are building a place for a sovereign place where we're going to be able to have our own castle. Right now it's on DLive and whatever else happens, we're, we're on these platforms now. These companies could sell off to anybody at any point. Anybody at any point. And we're going to be into a place um, not too far off from now where we're going to have our own sovereign own sovereign servers, a place for us to do our thing. And uh, it's going to be amazing. So I just want to just really just tell all of you, I am super appreciative of every single one of you that are here, that are listening, that are doing this with me. I'm in it for the long haul. In this for the long haul. I love what I do. I love doing this channel. I love doing these streams with you all. And uh, it's only going to get better from here. So I wanted to get that out of the way. That's exactly why I changed my the badge here. When you subscribe on DLive from Woke Fam to Woke Army, because we all need a kick in the nuts. We need to get out there. We need to rise up. Because certainly, certainly we are getting pushed out further and further. And uh, there's not many platforms left, to be honest. And uh, that's that's where we're going to be going. So thank you to my mods. Thank you, everyone, joining here. And uh, we're already at one and a half thousand on DLive. We're at 150 on Twitch and Pilled. Let me hop over to Pilled. I'll see what we got over there as well in just a moment. And uh, let's see here. Just waiting on the numbers for Pilled. We'll get those in a little bit. So we're getting close to that, creeping up to that 2,000 already. So let's get into, let's get into some things I just wanted to get off, get off the top here. If you guys haven't noticed or really follow uh, Ron Code Monkey. He has been a man of pointing out vulnerabilities and systems. He's torn apart the Dominion system. He's an excellent researcher, former 8-coon admin. And um, him and Dan Bongino were going at it for probably for a couple days now. It's even been, It's been going on for a few weeks, but been going back and forth. Ron has been simply pointing out issues with Parler. Parler has a vulnerability. Parler, Parler has not fixed said vulnerability. Dan Bongino attacks me personally for asking him to fix said vulnerability. I have reached out privately to Parler and Bongino. No response. Parler is compromised. They can't be trusted money blinds. Now, I'm only getting into this not because I'm trying to blackpill you on Dan Bongino. I do believe Bongino is on our side, but I'm not, I'm not all on board with Bongino because I can tell you right now, I do have a Parler account. And the thing, as soon as I signed up for it, I felt immediately not good. And the reason why is because to get verified, you have to give your front and back picture of your license and you have to take a selfie of yourself and submit it. And apparently that that is all private. But even before that, when I signed up, there was a part where they asked you for your social or they may need your social at some point. And Ron here was pointing this out as a vulnerability. And Bongino said this was never, this was not a thing. This was not a thing. And when you look here, when you go in and dive into it, this was in the archives talking about how you needed access. Access to social security numbers will be limited to those employees authorized to access that information to perform their legitimate duties. And he pulled it up here. This is from whatever their terms of service are. This was pulled out. Now this has been changed, but originally when you signed up for Parler, 
that was not the case. That was not the case. And the weird part about all this is Dan could simply just answer this question, but instead he's been deflecting, deflecting and insulting Ron. He does not know who Ron is. He clearly does not know who he is. And, uh, so Dan responded back to him during the most critical. He just, he's pure deflection here. This is typical Democrat left-wing projection. During the most critical election of our lifetime, you continue to spend your, your time promoting lies about parlor, social security numbers, and then you delete the tweet when I correct you. You do all this on a platform which pillages your data and hates the POTUS. I have a bigger issue to deal with in my life right now, and he does have cancer, and that sucks, but this is, this is purely about business. This isn't anything personal, and will not be responding anymore to your malicious claims about a company I poured my soul into. However, to, demo- to uh, d- demonstrate to your followers that you're misleading them, I will do a segment on my show about you and your claims. And now, just to point this out here, Ron also reached out to him privately and even offered his services to help him clear up these, uh, these vulnerabilities in Parler. And uh, didn't reach out to him. Ron even got in, in contact with uh, the development team over at Parlor, and nothing. Hush, hush. Now, you would think that all that talk that Dan does about Parlor, about free speech, you would think if there's vulnerabilities in said system, if there were to be a hack on your information, you'd want to clean that up and make sure it doesn't happen. So why, why the pushback? Why the pushback? And it wasn't just Ron that had this issue where people were impersonating him. And on top of it, they were ver- getting verified. To get verified, you have to show the front and back of your license. So how did somebody make an account under a code monkey and get verified, which did happen. And Dan apparently solved this issue, but didn't address it publicly. I wonder why that is. But it wasn't just Ron. It also happened to other people that I know personally. This is not an isolated incident. Why does Bongino refuse to address the issue and instead resort to name calling and alternative facts like a leftist? So I just wanted to point this out here. I just wanted to point this out because I don't know Ron personally. I've interacted um, with him a couple of times. And I, all I can tell you is that he is all about he is all about free speech. And that is it. The Constitution, constitutional law, free speech, all that good stuff. And he's offered help. He's been a huge instrument. He's he's been an OAN. He's helped out Sidney Powell, Trump's legal team with uh, the Dominion Systems. He's been in the thick of it. And you can tell he think he Dan Bongino just writes this dude off, writes him completely off. And it just it just pisses me off knowing what Ron's about. And he even offers his help. And here we are. So I just wanted to get that out there because Ron said simply here. I will not be talking about Parler anymore. If Dan insists on continuing to attack and deflect instead of addressing vulnerabilities in his platform, then so be it. If Parler gets hacked down the road and all your personal identification is published, don't say I didn't warn you. So there's that. I wanted to get that out of the way. I do have a Parler account, and because I have about thirteen to 14,000 followers on there, I'm keeping the account. I didn't, give, I didn't give them any of my information whatsoever as far as getting verified, but I am also on Gab, and I got to say, Torbo over there, he's the man. Um, as far as transparency, you can't get, you can't get much better. And I've been welcomed with open arms over in Gab. And I even got verified, um, without having to provide, um, any kind of license information. Why would I want to give anybody my license information and anyone can just go in there and take it? Hell no. So just, I just want to get that off my chest there. I've been seeing it. Some people have been asking me about it. Hopefully, uh, Dan can get over himself for just a brief moment and, uh, hear Ron out because he can actually help. It could actually help. So we'll see what happens with that. So my boy, the hive here, 
put this story out and I saw this. I thought this was so interesting. Out in Minneapolis, a resident received that somebody put up Christmas ornaments on their house. So this person that put up Christmas lights and ornaments on their house, they received a nasty letter from one of their neighbors about their Christmas lights. They called it systematic bias, biases against our neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or can't afford to put up lights of their own, then says they're harmful. <laughs> Unbelievable. It says Crime Watch Minneapolis tweeted this week about Saint An- a St. Anthony resident who received an anonymous letter chastising them for their Christmas light display. The letter called the lights a reminder of systematic biases against our neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or can't afford to put up lights of their own. It further calls the lights harmful. This sounds like a YouTube terms of service bullshit policy, but in real life. And this was the actual letter here. Talking says we must do work for educating ourselves about the harmful impact on outward facing display like yours can have. I challenge you to respect the dignity of all people while striving to learn from differences, ideas, and opinions of your neighbors. So everybody, according to this person, according to this person, if no one else around you can have Christmas lights, that means you can't either because you're going to be promoting hate, hate and bigotry. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, but this is why Hive says here, the, uh, the left in a nutshell, and that's exactly what this is. And I thought this was mu- this might have been a uh, satire, but it's real. It's very real, and it just, what else, do you, what else can you say? What else can you say, guys? I love it. I love it. So on a, uh, more, on a more darker note here, this video was going viral, and because I have a, a now three-year-old son, this video was going viral about how a family went on to United Airlines and was actually kicked off the flight. And not only that, they were banned from any further flight on United Airlines because their two-year-old would not comply and keep her mask on. She is two years old. I'm going to play this video here. This is, this is beyond insane. It's stupidity. It's just sick. It's absolutely sick. Watch this video here. This father is trying to get the mask on his daughter, and then he is harassed. And then the family is kicked off the plane. Watch this. We just got kicked off the flight because our two-year-old would not put on a mask. And we tried. I mean, I'm going to put a video on. And they're sending all of our bags and Adeline's car seat to New York. And we're banned off of United Forever because a two-year-old would not put on a mask. Musa, you want to say okay? Yeah. Okay, Musa, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we're almost ready to go, so please put away your carrying items, including your large electronic devices like laptops. Feel free to keep using why? We're, we're over here holding this mask on her face. I'm sorry, sir. And I took that opportunity and I ran with it. You see this? I'm literally filming her face. Do you guys do this all the time or what? Like, 
What? This is compliance. I'm literally holding it over my daughter's face. This is compliance right here. She, we can't force her. She's literally holding it and she's crying. You're gonna do this to us? Like right now? Yeah? Wow. Alright, let's go. Your jacket's okay. Okay. How sick is that? Now, out here in New York, you if you're under five years of age, you your child does not have to wear a mask. And the, the last I knew, the last I knew, kids don't spread this, nor do they ever, rarely, rarely, rarely get COVID. And they sent their stuff to New York, all their kids' stuff, and uh, they don't have any of that. And on top of it, they got banned by the flight. Banned! What is this? What is this shit? And he even got her to, he was holding her and he had something over her face and you're still not complying. Fuck United Airlines. Fuck them. I would be going after them with everything. It's un, it's unbelievable. And having a child like that, I would never. My, my, my son has not worn a mask one time anywhere we have gone. Not once. Because one, I know he won't wear it. And two... It's harmful to the child. It, it really it blows my mind. It blows my mind. But this is the world we're living in. This is the world we're living in. So I saw that and it just got me riled up. I'm still in a good mood. Don't worry. Still in a good mood. But I just wanted to play that. It's been going everywhere. Let's shift gears out here to California. Breaking. Orange County Sheriff announces that more than 1,800 inmates, many of whom are in pre-trial or have been convicted of violent crimes, they're going to be, don't worry everybody, they're going to be released back into the community due to an order from a court in case regarding COVID-19, and this is in Santa Ana, California. Yes, they're going to be releasing 1,800 people out in Santa Ana, California because of COVID who have violent history pre-trial for violent crimes they're all going to be released back into the public all because of covid you cannot make this stuff up it's really disgusting and it's the same thing that happened in new york you wonder why elon musk is moved his company and is moving his company from california to texas there are so many people getting out of these democratic shithole states that is new york that is California, the West Coast, and East Coast, and moving the hell out, which I will be doing very soon next year. Getting the hell out of here, most likely going to Florida. I am getting the hell out of New York because I don't know. It's getting worse out here. And the assembly is trying to mandate um, vaccine COVID-19 uh, vaccines. So in exposing California just a little bit more, there was this video here. Justin Hart put this out on Twitter. Remember the lady that I, I showed here a couple nights ago? where she has her business out in California and the outside part is banned, but right next to her, there was a movie theater company installing the same exact thing, same seats, same tables, but that was not okay. This is the story about what really was going on here. Remember that movie, the movie theater people were doing this and this was okay by the government, but you wanna know why they were allowed to do this? Because they were bribed. If you have enough money to bribe the governor, it's okay. If not, your business suffers and your employees suffer. Listen to this story real quick. It's a minute video. This is insane. Guys, I want to talk about this article right here. There's two articles that were published today that 
revealed that big studios paid pals of California Governor Gavin Newsom, who I voted for, so that they could keep the film and TV business open and not be subject to any of the closure or stay-at-home mandates. This came to light not because of the news media, but because of a viral Twitter video of a woman whose business was closed, but the studios are able to use her same parking lot to feed hundreds of people. Studios hired a lobbyist whose birthday Newsom was celebrating at that maskless indoor French laundry party after he had said no one else could do the same. These articles, you've got to read them. They say the film industry was able to bribe their way and get an exception to become essential businesses. <laughs> COVID rules are destroying businesses, but they only apply to businesses and people that cannot bribe our governor and his friends. I voted for this crook. You know, I'll be voting. to Unbelievable. So if you have enough money to bribe the governor, you then can become an essential business and do whatever the hell you want to do. And you wonder why people are moving out and getting the hell out of California. And this video right here is also going viral today because they're saying fuck you to the COVID, the COVID rules as well, as long as every other business that needs to stand up. This is what I'm saying, guys. We all need to stand up and man the hell up and open our businesses, get out there, and just show up because it's not going to end. This is not going to end unless we make it end ourselves. And this is why I want to play this video real quick here. Of this gym, pretty much saying, shove it to Governor Murphy out in New Jersey. Watch this. That is the attitude right there that we all need. Right there. Zero mask. Open for business. All these citations. What are you going to do? Arrest me? Then come and arrest me. And guess what? They have it. And more and more businesses that do this, that's exactly where this is going to go. We all need to man up. We let too much shit fly since March of this past year. And it's only going to get worse if we don't do anything about it. So let's end the, let's end the pre-show here on a good note. And then we're going to dive into everything. Trump just decided to make... Christmas Eve, a federal holiday. Now, I don't know why he did this, if there's a specific reason why, or there is no tinfoil hat conspiracies behind this, and it's just something he wanted to do. So Christmas Eve is officially a federal holiday, which is awesome. Most people take it off usually anyways, but Trump has now made it an official federal holiday. So that's always cool. So if anyone's out there that has, you know, federal jobs, you work in the bank, post office, or whatever, you now have that off. So that's pretty cool. So gonna play the funny video of the day. It's a very it's a tune that you're all very familiar with, but it was attached to a person of the year, which they have now made, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. So I'm gonna play this video and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro and we're gonna get started. We're gonna be getting into everything as far as the paths that are left taken and why I think the military may be the only way with the executive order that Trump made in 2018. He knew it was coming and we're, we all have to be prepared and ready for it as well. Let's get into it, shall we? Paris, 
Trump 2020, baby. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring it all to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots and now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through Project Looking Glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Won't society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Okay, thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. We're at two and a half thousand on. D live, we're at 303 on Twitch, and we're still going up here. Don't know where we're at. Periscope pulled up pilled here as we go. Getting close to that 3,000 mark, which is great. And let's see, we're gonna have to find out from pilled in just a moment. There it is. Let's see what we got on pilled. Can't see the live numbers on pilled right now, but I know you guys are out there. You guys can donate to the stream in the about section on DLive, also on Twitch, and out in Pilled World, you guys can do a power chat as well. It goes right to the uh, right to the channel, and I'll read your message. And for everyone on DLive, you guys are already killing it with the Ninja Guineas, the Lemons. Mr. J. Bill, sir, thank you. You're already at 7.785 Lemons for the night. Thank you, sir. It's going to be fantastic. And thank you to my boy, Methods, for hosting the show as well. Let's get into the content, shall we? So, as we all know here, there was a rally out in D.C., and General Michael Flynn was out there speaking to thousands of people. And while this was happening, you know what POTUS was doing? POTUS was out there doing his thing, doing flyovers on, uh, in his helicopters, and the, and the crowd was absolutely loving it. Here's a clip of it right here. This is from True Reporting that got this clip. Watch this. That's pretty cool. It is. I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, the guy. So that was one of the clips here. The other one that I have here was, I believe they did a few flyovers. Yeah, this was another one right over Freedom Plaza. This was just so cool to watch. Watch this. Patriots showing up to it, and this was just a clip of um, of General Flynn. Now, I didn't, I didn't, gr- I didn't watch the uh, actual event. Um, I was doing a bunch of stuff, setting up the show, um, in meetings with other guys, uh, pl- pretty much planning our future and what the future is going to hold. But um, there was a he did a little speaking here, and it's just it was really awesome to see the general. So I'm going to play a minute of this, then I'm going to show you guys a video of a super awkward moment um, between Alex Jones 
and General Flynn, I'm telling you, it is cringe cringeworthy uh, to the maximum level here. Watch here General Flynn speak just for a moment here while Trump was uh, just finishing up flying over while he was speaking. What's going on today in the country? Thank you. There's an awful lot going on in the country today as we have been witnessing this sort of unfolding and unraveling and awakening of people around the country about what is happening with our Constitution. Our Constitution is about individual liberties. Individual liberties. Not collective liberties that only these people in Washington, D.C. understand. It is about us. Us as individuals. And like we say, we the people, right? We the people. So in this, in this crucible moment of time that we face in our country, and it is a crucible moment in our history, it's unlike there's no precedent. So somebody said to me, well, the Supreme Court's decision, and you know, and don't get bent out of shape because there, there are still avenues that are being, that we are, there's avenues of approach that we are attacking along. So just a really positive message, really getting the Patriots riled up. But it was it's still so cool to see the general out and about um, doing his thing now. Now that he's been officially been pardoned, Sullivan dropped the case, and uh, we can he can move on with his life finally. But this one interaction, I just caught this probably about an hour and a half ago before the show started. Alex Jones is out there doing his thing. Alex Jones ended up um, this being obnoxious, but you know the, a ton of people love this guy. Um, Besides, I don't, the only person I don't think that liked Alex Jones there was General Flynn. And what I'm going to show you here was a super awkward moment um, where Jones kind of, he kind of pushes himself in in the middle of an interview, or I don't know if he was around his family, um, but he kind of gets the cold shoulder, and uh, you can tell Alex Jones is like, ooh, and walks away. Watch this video here of the interaction. It's so, it's so brutal. So he goes in, General Flynn's kind of, he knows exactly who he is, and, he, and uh, Alex Jones says, yeah, we're going to win. And Flynn doesn't respond, and there's an awkward silence, and he says, will you shake my hand? He shakes his hand, you can see this guy here, he wants nothing to do with him, and then he just walks away, and Alex Jones goes, you guys are funny, man. Didn't know what to say, and it just, it's just, ugh. It was just really bizarre watching that happen. It just goes to show you exactly, uh, exactly what General Flynn feels about Alex Jones, and probably, I mean, I, I, I wasn't around. I heard about Alex Jones. I didn't really care for Alex Jones, even when I wasn't awake yet. But uh, it's just, it was just super cringeworthy. So I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. It was really, really bad. So let's dive into ex everything going on with these court cases, the Supreme Court, Sidney Powell, everything going on with that. So yesterday we all got the bad news that the Texas case was not accepted by the Supreme Court. And I went into it a little bit last night for about a half hour talking about how it's simply just not the end of the world. This was something that came up was maybe just a week a week old. We didn't even know that this was going to be a possibility to about a week before that. We still had all of our lawsuits, all those things that the Trump team's still doing, that Sidney Powell's still doing, what um, Lynn Wood's still doing, and it got shot down, not based on its merits, based on its standing. Because they, I guess the Supreme Court was saying that Texas, they couldn't prove how Texas was uh, 
was getting damaged or something along those lines as a state. And that is why, not because of the fraud, not because of the merits, it was the standing that the Supreme Court, it was a very narrow window that the Supreme Court shot this down. And a lot of people were upset about it. And they thought this was the one, including myself. I was in there. I got my expectations blown out. But I wasn't going around blackpilling everybody saying, oh, that's it. Let's give up. We're all done. That is not the case at all. Right as soon as that happened last night, Sidney Powell tweets this out. Pay attention. We made emergency filings in Supreme Court tonight for Georgia and Michigan. We'll be filing Arizona, Wisconsin shortly. These cases raise constitutional issues and prove massive fraud. Our plaintiffs have standing. We, the people, will not allow rigged elections. And this, again, was a retweet of the Tracy Beans video that I played. Uh, that was about nine, ten minutes long, talking exactly people off the ledge as well, saying it's really not the end of the world. And Sydney goes and continues on. Arizona case was just filed. Briefs and records will be uploaded at sydneypowell.com. And that's exactly what she did. Now, there was a Wisconsin hearing today um, with the Supreme Court out there, and they shot down Trump's case as well. And it's not a surprise. Um, there's so many cases that still are going to end up with the Supreme Court. And this is why I'm saying we're going to have to see what this plan is, guys. We're going to get into it towards more of the end of the show. What the ultimate plan here as far as what is Trump's plan to expose to expose people? Is this going to go as high up? Are we going to find out, guys, that the Supreme Court is also corrupt as all hell? Because I just want to put this out there. Remember when Amy Coney Barrett was going to come in? And she did get in. And the whole narrative from the mainstream media was Trump's doing this now, shoving Amy down her throats now because she's ultimately going to be the one to help flip the election. That narrative officially died when that lawsuit, Texas, the Texas lawsuit died as well. Amy Coney Barrett was one of the ones that did that, that shot it down along with other, some other conservative judges. So that whole narrative can go right to hell. Amy did not accept the case. She was one of them that did not want it. So this whole thing that Amy's going to be Trump's minion, Trump's Trump's in in the Supreme Court, it's all bullshit. Amy, she stuck with she stuck with her their inter, uh, inter uh, interpretate. Oh my gosh, interpretation of the Constitution, and that's what we got. So that just went to hell. So as we go on here, as this news was coming out, we were seeing all these theories of what the hell, where do we go from here? And this is what I was tweeting out earlier today. The more doors that are closed. The more of these cases that are shot down, it's making the path clearer and clearer by the day, by the week, as the month goes on. The more opportunities that we pull out there and they're shot down, it makes our vision very clear of exactly how and when this is going to happen. So one that some of the things I was seeing out there, Mark Dice was tweeting this out. Texas GOP is suggesting Republican states consider succeeding and forming a new union. If we lose the Georgia Senate seats, this optional gain momentum. It might be the best or only way to preserve freedom. Social media will likely ban promoting it. Shit's going to get wild. Pretty, pretty soon, ladies and gentlemen, social media is not going to be a place where any of us can exist anymore, and we're going to have to move off platform. I can tell you that right now. And this was from the Chairman's West response to the SCOTUS decision, talking about saying, perhaps law-abiding states should bond together and form a union of states that will abide by the Constitution. So what do you guys think about that? Do you think that is a, a, a viable option as far as, as, far as uh, <laughs> getting to the bottom of this? It's for me is a terrible option. It's a terrible option because it's not going to fix the election 
in come 2024 when all this, when we're going to have to go through this all over again. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it at all. Is it a, is it a way to show unity among the states and people's views and people that we align with? Of course. Of course. But this is why I'm saying our future right now, we don't know what the hell is going to happen. We don't know what route this is going to take. And I'm telling you, as we go through the show here, I'm going to give you my opinion exactly how I think this is going to roll out. So as the news broke about this, Trump weighed in it as, on, weighed in it as, as well, tweeted this out. So you're the president of the United States and you just went through an election where you got more votes than any sitting president in history by far and purportedly lost. You can't get standing before the Supreme Court, so you intervene with wonderful states that after careful study and consideration think you got screwed, something which will hurt them also. Many others likewise join this suit, but within a flash it is thrown out and gone without even looking at the many reasons it was brought a rigged election fight on. Now, that was not any good words for the Supreme Court, not a hat tip by any means, and you can tell Trump is not not happy with the Supreme Court whatsoever. So I don't know if this is a, if this is a head fake, if this is just for show. I don't know yet. I really don't. But again, here, this was the Epic Times talking. Trump was talking about the Supreme Court really let us down. No wisdom, no courage. Trump wrote in a statement on Twitter following the top court's ruling. And so many people were upset about this. And so many conservative blue, uh, blue check, white check marks on Twitter just blackpilling their following. They have These people have hundreds of thousands of followers. And we're all out here saying, and, and the woke army out here saying, we're just doing fine. I saw you guys in the chat. You weren't freaking out. I was getting messages while I was out with the family last night, but you guys were fine. You guys were fine. And for everyone that got angry, got upset, you were totally within your right to feel that way. Absolutely. I was having dinner with my grandfather and some other family. I see the news from US, USA Today pop up on my phone that this lawsuit was shot down. Immediately think, okay, there's got to be something else here. But you feel that disappointment, that anger, because we know exactly how important this is. And you guys are totally right to feel that way. But we, this is the thing. It's up and down, right? We've had it. We went, we were down when uh, November 3rd happened. All these hearings started happening with Rudy Giuliani's team. Sidney Powell's rallying the troops together. Momentum up. This Texas lawsuit looked like it was going to have some legs. Momentum up. And then it was shot down. And all of a sudden, we all come back crashing down. This is how it's going to play out. But we really need to check our emotions at the door and man up. And just keep the fight continuing. If you have family and friends that are going to keep bringing you down, I'm telling you right now, cut them out. Cut them out. You don't need them in your life. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. That's a really harsh opinion and really bold. If that's what you need to do, you need to do it. Because the people that want to keep fighting for our future, our kids' future, our family's future, they need to keep fighting. And for the ones that want to give up, move aside and move along. I ain't that person. I ain't giving up. I know you guys out there, the woke army is not going to give up either. I know that. So as we continue here, what are the other legal options that the Trump team is considering? This is also from the Epic Times. Attorneys on President Donald Trump's legal team, Giuliani and Jenna Ellis, shared on Friday that the team is considering filing separate lawsuits to now the district courts in the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court's rejection of a lawsuit from Texas to challenge the 2020 election results in four battleground states. The two attorneys also called for courage from the courts to allow hearings on the lawsuits 
Justices on the nation's highest court late Friday denied the Lone Star State's request to sue Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. They opined that Texas lacked legal standing or capability uh, to sue under the Constitution because it has not shown a valid interest to intervene in how other states handle their, their elections. In an interview at Newsmax, Giuliani called the court's decision a terrible, terrible mistake. As we all felt, as we all felt, who is going to step up, put their career their lives on the line to say, yes, we are ruling. This was corrupt. We are throwing these votes out. And then we're going to decide from there what to do. Who is going to do it? Who is finally going to man up? Somebody is going to man up out there, ladies and gentlemen. It's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. As the article continues, basically the courts are saying they want to stay out of this. They don't want to give us a hearing. They don't want the American people to hear the facts. The former New York City mayor said, these facts will remain an open sore in our history unless they get it resolved. They need to be heard. They need to be aired. And somebody needs to make a decision on whether they're true or false. And some courts are going to have to have the courage to make that decision. The case wasn't rejected on the merits. And that's why I want them saying this. That's very important. The merits were the fraud. The previous, the previous precedent set for, uh, from Gore and Bush. It wasn't rejected on those merits. If it was rejected on the merits, then we'd have a serious problem with the Supreme Court, which we might already have. But that would be really bad. But that's not why. And this is why I was telling people, don't jump off the bridge yet. The answer to that is to bring the case now to the district court by the president, by some of the electors alleging the same facts where there would be a standing and therefore get a hearing. There's nothing that prevents us from filing these cases immediately in the district court in which the president would have standing. He continued, some of the electors would have standing in that their constitutional rights have been violated. And that's exactly where they're going to go with it right now. So that is the plan as it sits currently. And this, you guys got to remember, this is just uh, Giuliani and Jenna Ellis. The other side of this coin is Sidney Powell with her Kraken doing damage on the Dominion machines. And there was a huge story that I, I watched. It, she called this the Cyber Pearl Harbor. And I thought this was amazing to hear. Absolutely amazing to hear and the severity of it. She called this the Cyber Pearl Harbor to what happened with these machines, how votes were flipped and completely lopsided our elections and took them over by foreign entities. I'm going to play this video here because this kind of, I felt like kind of got lost in all the news with the Texas lawsuit and then it gets shot down. I think a lot of people overlooked this. So I'm going to play this video of Sidney Powell talking to, I believe it was, it was Lou Dobbs here talking to Lou Dobbs of what she has. She has names of Dominion employees who she's communicating with now, the people who wrote the software. She's got it all. And she's got reams more of evidence. She's got it all. Let's watch this video. It's about six, seven minutes long, but it's worth the watch because it is all fire. All fire here. Here we go. Good evening, everybody. We have a blockbuster of a story and a show for you tonight. We will be joined in just a few moments by attorney Sidney Powell, who this evening appears to have delivered on her promised Kraken Thunderbolt that she promised America two weeks ago. She calls what happened on November 3rd now a 2020 Cyber Pearl Harbor. Sidney Powell joins us in just moments. Our first guest tonight has new information regarding electoral fraud in the radical left's efforts to steal an election, and she charges four individuals, 
as authors of what she calls a Pearl Harbor-style cyber attack on the 2020 presidential election. There are four names that she highlights. They are Jorge Rodriguez, the communications minister of Venezuela, Khalil Mazub, Jorge Rodriguez's right-hand man, Gustavo Reyes Zumeta, who designed programs to rig election machines, and Antonio Mojica, the CEO of Smartmatic, an electoral voting corporation. Joining us now is Sidney Powell, a distinguished attorney, former federal prosecutor, best-selling author, General Michael Flynn's defense attorney, and as we all know, a great American. Sidney, great to have you with us. You say these four individuals led the effort to rig this election. How did they do it? Well, Lou, they designed and developed the Smartmatic and Dominion programs and machines that include a controller module that allows people to log in and manipulate the vote even as it's happening. We're finding more and more evidence of this. We now have reams and reams of actual documents from Smartmatic and Dominion, including evidence that they planned and executed all of this. We know that $400 million of money came into Smartmatic from China only a few weeks before the election, that there are George Soros connections to the entire endeavor. Lord Malik Brown was part of it, along with the other people from Dominion. Eric Coomers, the person who also holds patents on some of the software and was operating out of the Denver office, I believe. We know that one of the Smartmatic people has um, went to Tarrant County, Texas, and turned that county blue after having been an executive with Smartmatic. And all of a sudden, this one election, Tarrant County is purportedly blue. We have evidence of how they flipped the votes, how it was designed to flip the votes, and that all of it has been happening just as we have been saying it has been. What is the evidence that you have compiled? How have you constructed the architecture of this relationship among these four individuals? Well, we are still reviewing the massive amount of documents that we have, but we have communications between them and um, all different kinds of messages that indicate their involvement in it. It's a massive amount of additional information to go through that's only been in our hands a short time but we will be producing more and more of it. It will be coming out more by the day. And the, also the connections I with want... the Chinese and, and other countries that were attacking us in this massive cyber Pearl Harbor, as we called it. Uh, Jorge Rodriguez, I want to go through, we're gonna put up on the screen so people can follow uh, uh, the conversation here, because these are names that most of us are not familiar with. Uh, you say that Jorge Rodriguez, the Venezuelan, uh, former uh, Venezuelan communications minister, is the ringleader, the CEO of the enterprise, as you put it. Uh, what is the evidence that this former communications minister could reach into the U.S. electoral system and raise the havoc and commit the fraud that obviously uh, has, we have witnessed in 2020? 
Well, we've known from early on in our independent investigation that the entire system was created for the benefit of Venezuela and Hugo Chavez to rig elections to make sure he continued winning. And then it was passed on to Mr. Maduro to do the same. And we know it was exported to other countries by virtue of some of the Dominion executives that proceeded to go about and essentially sell elections to the highest bidder. We know, for example, that Mr. Rodriguez has been on TV incessantly trying to um, and actually mocking the United States. He is one of the highest Venezuelan television. Yes, Venezuelan television. And he's 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 been one of the leaders of the whole election stealing project. But keep in mind, Venezuela has been highly influenced by the Chinese, and we know from filings with the SEC and otherwise that the Chinese put $400 million into Dominion only four weeks before the election, and they shared office space with George Soros companies, as well as the leadership of Lord Malik Brown in the, in the UK and Canada. It is a very concerning and troubling and illegal web of conduct that all of which focused on rigging the election in this country. And we're seeing the results in multiple states where we're now identifying specific votes flipped, like in a couple of Georgia counties. In fact, Coffee County, Georgia, just yesterday, I believe, refused to certify the results of the election in Coffee County because of the vote disparities and flipping. We're getting more and more evidence out of other counties across the country about the same kind of conduct. We knew from Antrim County, for example, in Michigan, that 6,000 votes mm -hmm. magically were flipped on election night. I think the yeah. cause of that is going to become more and more apparent as we proceed in the investigation. And frankly, our national security agency and defense intelligence agency need to be all over this immediately. The evidence is overwhelming I, and extremely troubling that this has been going on going and to. it didn't just start this year. Didn't just start this year. Now, I know that was a that was a big clip there. Lots of information. But Sydney, the whole point of showing you that is Sydney now, we have, we have names now attached to these uh, Dominion employees and they're high-ranking ones, and she's in communication with them. She has the evidence of the voter flipping, and I see all you in the chat saying her necklace is a noose. I didn't catch that. I was looking. It does kind of look like that. I don't know if that's comms. I'm not going to get into all that stuff, but very interesting observation. But the fact this is so serious that she calls it the Cyber Pearl Harbor. When she said that, I got chills, guys. I got big, big chills. I was like, man, what does this mean for us? How serious is this? And in this thread here from Murray, these are the names that we're going to have to get familiar with. Jorge Rodriguez, Kalu Majid Majob, Gustavo Reyes Zumeta, Antonio Mujica, Smartmatic CEO, Programmer, Rodriguez Frontman. These are the big boys, and she is in contact with them and has evidence evidence of this this is going to be undeniable and i know some people in the chat were saying listen that's all great you can have the most solid evidence in the world but if you have a corrupt ju uh, judge corrupt court what does it matter this is why trump has been saying for a long time rudy has been saying this jenna has been saying this at some point somebody somewhere is going to hear this case and we're going to get someone that's a hero that we're going to remember forever their name 
when they step up and actually put the sword through this cancer that is the communism that is trying to take over this country. That is what we're waiting for, and we're going to get it. God is in control, and we're going to be just fine. I have full faith that this is going to work. Now, what do I think is going to happen here in the near future? Why was I on my soapbox talking about before that we need to build our own infrastructure? Why you guys out there are so important to this movement, so important to my, myself and my family. You guys are funding everything. You are truly funding your own media. When you drop a lemon, a donation, whatever it is, when you go to the shop and buy, you are supporting and keeping us alive. And this is where we're going to be going and we're growing at all times. Why am I talking about this? Let's get into the censorship just for a bit. YouTube has taken down, this is from the Bias News, YouTube has taken down two Stop the Steal ads from the Trump campaign that were set to air tomorrow morning, urging people to call their legislators to demand a free and fair election. YouTube is clamping down on Trump right now, and it's not just him. Remember, YouTube said they're going to ban and delete any video that is that talks about election fraud straight up, and they're only going to promote corporate media, which we all know is China media. We all know this. We all know this. They are compromised. If anyone in your family is still listening to Fox, anything, get them the hell off those platforms. Get them over here to D-Live. Get them on BitChute. Get them off. It's nothing but bad things for this country. Convince them. If they don't like my channel, they don't like cursing, you can go to other channels some of my other friends have and go, go there. I don't care. We are all in this for the same reasons. We just all have our own way of delivering it. Gateway Pundit, just today, I saw this happen when I tried to like one of Trump's tweets and I got one of these messages. Twitter removes like, reply, and retweet count functions from multiple Trump tweets about the election. Not only do you get the nice censor warning on Trump's tweet saying these, claim, these, uh, these claims have been disputed, they're not true, and they give you a link to some bullshit fake news media site. Not only are they doing that now, they ramped it up starting today that you can even like, share, or retweet the president, the president himself. Why am I bringing this up? What is the writing on the wall? The writing on the wall here, and this is just some of the uh, pictures of what it looked like. The writing on the wall here, ladies and gentlemen, the moment that Twitter finds it convenient and an open door, a smidge of an open door to get Trump off of Twitter... They're going to do it. YouTube has already started doing it. And the rest of the uh, social media tech giants are going to follow. It's only a matter of time. And then the way this is why I'm warning all of you, especially all you out there on Twitch right now. They are a big tech platform owned by Amazon. I don't trust really anybody. I trust almost no one on any platform besides my, my crew over at Pilled. Because they're two Americans that built the platform themselves. And we all had input in how it was built. And they've done a pretty damn good job doing it. They have a live streaming capability that is good. It's just as good as anyone else's out there. And in fact, it doesn't even lag. I see more lag on DLive and Twitch ever, every time I see it compared to Pilled. The whole reason why I'm pointing this out is you, we cannot be caught with our pants down like we were caught back in October when all of our channels got deleted. Get the hell off these platforms. Go on DLive. Go on Pilled. Stop crying about having to learn new platforms. We are at war, people. We are at war. Okay? The left owns the establishment. They own the communications platforms. They own it. 
Facebook Messenger, Twitter DMs. We need to get off of there. And we need to start building our own infrastructure, our own voice, our own media. And we are doing that right now. What's going to be coming out, you are all going to be very excited when it does, when it drops, because I can't wait for it. And it's only just the beginning, and it's going to get better from here on out. We have fallen, we are gotten back on our feet after the YouTube purge. But when I'm seeing all this stuff happen to the, to the president, the president, at some point, it might be January 5th, because that's when the electors, I believe, start counting their votes. If some kind of fake news article says that's it, it is truly over. Twitter has, they don't have to, they don't have to keep that, uh, that, that check mark on Trump anymore. They can boot him off. That is where this is going. That's where it's going. And we all need to be prepared for that when that happens. We cannot be caught off guard anymore. We need to prepare our defense. We need to build our castle. And once the castle is built, we need to keep building it from there and build our armies and keep going from there. That is what we're doing. And this is what it looked like as well. The election wizard showed up a picture of this, just a picture showing what this looked like today. This is over the top. This is complete censorship. This is you. We are now operating on China mainstream media. This is what we are dealing with right now. And that's not an exaggeration at by any means, by any means. So where do I think this is going? What does what, what do I think is going to happen here? What cards are going to have to be played um, coming up next that Trump is going to have to drop? Because it's getting to that point. We are getting close to that time. January is not too far off. We have some time, but time is flying right now. So what what are the possible um, avenues that I think people that Trump is going to take here? This is going to be one of them. And this is from Brian the Great, who is also Brian Cates, who was also deleted on Twitter. His alternate account here says if they are literally going to compel Trump to declassify it all next week, that's fine with me. If the courts close the door as of the Supreme Court, then declassifying everything about Spygate, the Biden family crimes and national security threats is another avenue to force the issue. Whatever Trump has held back, whatever ace cards he has to play, we'll be seeing them in the next week. Now, don't get your hopes up when Brian Cates says next week. I don't know when anything is anymore, and I'm not going to get my hopes up either. But this is something that Trump can do. Let's you wanna you wanna rile up the beehive that is the left? Drop D class, give the public everything. He has the power to do that still. And Ratcliffe is on Trump's side. He will do it. He was probably, apparently the story is he was talked at, He was talked out of it by his inner circle not to do it because it might not have been necessary for him to win. But that's not how it played out. That's not how it played out. If Trump truly drops everything that happened in 2016 with Obama, everything going on with Hunter, all the deals that were done with Joe Biden, currently Nancy Pelosi, all the scum in D.C., what's going to happen? The left will probably just say, oh, screw, we don't care. You're, you're corrupt, too. Our people are corrupt, too. It cancels itself out. We don't care. I believe most of America is not going to buy that. I believe, because remember, remember what the media did with Hunter Biden. They blocked all the coverage from it. Seven, it was a 17% swing. The voters that voted for Biden said that they knew about the Hunter, the, the laptop from hell, they would not have voted for Joe Biden. They would have went with Trump. That alone swung the election. That suppression of information. If you, get, if you want the public on your side, all the middlemen, the normies, declass everything. Show it to the public. That could be a card that we might be seeing very, very soon. Now, I've also seen this other idea get thrown around where Trump can call in and do the Insurrection Act. But to do that, to do that, there is something here I saw Ron Codemonkey po- uh, drop on Twitter. 
Did you know that POTUS needs to issue a proclamation to disperse before invoking the powers of the Insurrection Act? So we're all going to learn a little something right now because I didn't know this. So in order for Trump to do this, he has to do this thing called the proclamation to disperse. Did you know that measures necessary to guarantee national security from external threats are not subject to the same limitations? So when you pull this up, when you look at this law, this proclamation to disperse is, all it is is this uh, one sentence right here. Whenever the president considers it necessary to use the militia or the armed forces under this chapter, he shall, by proclamation, immediately order the insurgents to disperse and retire peaceably to their abodes within a limited time. So there has to be a specific set amount of time that is planned ahead of time for the military to come in and do their thing and then peaceably go back to wherever their bases are and peacefully leave leave um, the community. That is what has to be done first. And then, and then, Ron asked the question, did you know POTUS can use this Insurrection Act to call into service the U.S. Armed Forces to address a conspiracy in any state which results in the deprivation of constitutionality, secured rights, and where the state is unable, fails, or refuses to protect said rights? And what's, what do you think is going to happen, ladies and gentlemen? There's infighting happening in Georgia right now, and they know it's corrupt. Kemp is corrupt. Raffensperger is corrupt. We all saw him. His body language is spewed at all about all the lies he's doing. This is where I honestly think we might be going. But I want you guys to look at this thread here from Brian the Great, who wrote this amazing thread that ties China, ties in everything with Joe Biden, ties into what could possibly spur this, this Trump card that we could all be waiting for because we all know what Q has said. Military is the only way. The military is the only, I'm not going to say all of it because we know about the military industrial complex, but the military itself, guess what? Guess who is the commander in chief still? Guess who has to answer that call regardless? The military does and they have his back. The army Navy game happened today. And when Trump walked out in that field, Remember when he shook all the cadets' hands in West Point over the summer, stood there in the heat, shook everyone on their hands? The place was going insane. Absolutely insane when Trump walked out into the field today. The Army, the military has Trump's back. And if he calls on them, they will show up. They will do their thing. And don't forget either, all the special forces now go through Chris Miller, another Trump guy, and Ezra Cohen-Watnick. So keep that in the back of your mind. I want to show you this thread. Step back and look at the 10,000-foot view. Trump has multiple avenues to victory. It's true, but the Swalwell investigation is a direct hint what his final pathway is if all the others fail. Let's see who is paying attention. How did the FBI know Fang Fang had sexual relations with not one, but two Midwestern mayors? We talked about this earlier in the week. They just took very educated guesses. That wasn't the case. First, the news report introduces the claim that Fang Fang bang-banged at least two Midwestern mayors. Then later on in the story, they dropped the Moab. And how did they find out that she was sleeping with Swalwell and these other guys? They were caught on FBI electronic surveillance of Fang because, again, the FBI knew this was a spy. Now, in the past, politicians that were compromised by Chinese intelligence agents such as Swalwell and Feinstein, they were protected. It was handled quietly, nothing surfaced. And just to give you guys an example of what he's talking about here, how it's been handled quietly and nothing surfaced, I just searched this on Google just to see what came up first. And surprisingly, we have one of the fakest news articles ever, the Daily Beast, just as popped up. U.S. secretly expelled two Chinese diplomats suspected 
of spying. This was published December 15, 2019, just last year. U.S. secretly expelled them. And I'm surprised the Daily Beast was even reporting on this because we all knew everything going on with Swalwell and Fang Fang and Bang Bang and all that stuff. But when you go to the New York Times, you wonder how these things go, go under wraps. Look at here, Ari Flesher. He put in Eric Swalwell in his search result in the New York Times. Bias is often found in stories the press does not cover. Another day, another lack of the New York Times telling its readers about a Democratic congressman who sits on the Intelligence Committee who briefly ran for, for POTUS, who was caught in a prior relationship with Chinese spy. But look, nothing pops up here. This is what Brian Cates is talking about. This is exactly what he's talking about here. So this is how they operated. Anything, any time these people were, were uh, compromised, like Swalwell and Feinstein, it was handled quietly and nothing serviced. The DOJ and the FBI, they just swept it all up. Swalwell was protected, and none of this went public for over four years. And then all of a sudden, every single swamp rat sucking on the CCP tit who's been coddled and covered up for is now terrified of discovering many of the CCP honey traps. Money launderers, research assistants they've been interacting with were being surveilled under FISA warrants. Now, this is where it gets really good. DNA, DNI Ratcliffe's report on what the intelligence agencies and military intel services discovered in their investigations of foreign interference in the 2020 election is due 45 days following November 3rd. That date, ladies and gentlemen, the 45 period day, day period expires on Friday, December 18th. That is next Friday. That is when that expires. Trump's last resort pathway is to dump it all through Ratcliffe out into the public sphere. All the FISA electronic surveillance of all the interactions between the Biden family and all the other swamp rats to make crystal clear Biden can never be sworn in because he's so compromised and is a huge national security threat. Now, if they literally force this president to do this, they have nobody but themselves to blame. He kept giving them an avenue of retreat, as in Trump giving the swamp, and they have refused to take it thus far. Biden is compromised by China. There's been a federal investigation for over two years, which we knew about in 2018. Now, releasing all this evidence of how the Bidens are compromised by the brutal CCP regime before those investigations are completed would blow the investigation sky high. Nobody could be indicted. Everything in life is a trade-off. It is what it is. And we've been hearing these rumors. We saw it um, on Lou TV. Um, those, the Chinese uh, whistleblowers were saying that Trump went into McConnell's office. Not Trump. Biden went into uh, Rich, uh, Mitch McConnell's office. He struck a deal, supposedly, saying he's going to get caught. He doesn't want his family locked up, doesn't want to be smeared. He will concede and just walk away from this with his tail tucked between his legs and just move on. That is supposedly how this is going on. But I want you guys to see this here as well. You're finding all these things can be found on the Internet yourselves. You just have to dig a little bit. The National Defense Bill for fiscal year of 2021 was approved. And I want you guys to see this here. In Section 1238, Authorization of Rewards Providing Information on Foreign Election Interference. It bluntly proclaims foreign election interference will punish a candidate running for office if caught. This is for 2021. Keep that in mind. This is why I'm saying I'm torn. I'm really torn because I don't know which place, which which way this is going to go. I don't know if the military is going to be needed, if it's going to be required. I honestly don't know at this point. I really don't. But what I want you guys to remember, I've been talking about it on this channel so much. 
from Rogan O'Hanley in 2018, Trump signed an executive order, 13848, requiring the direction, director of national intelligence to submit a report on, on all election interference from a foreign government within 45 days. That is by next Friday. Do you think Trump made this plan for nothing? Stay tuned. This is why I always say Trump is always 10 steps ahead of the enemy. If it has to come down to it, maybe this executive order we put in place, Biden will be disqualified and nobody in hell would think that Kamala Harris is going to be president. And by the way, Kamala Harris still has not let go of her Senate seat. If she was so sure of being the vice president, it would have been done by now. But she still has not let go of her Senate seat. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. What is she waiting for? Is she waiting for something bad to happen? Is she waiting for her president-elect to be arrested? We don't know. But what I do know now is after, after all the coverage we did when the Hunter Biden stuff was fresh off the press, all of a sudden now, fake news is covering the Joe Biden scandal, Hunter Biden scandal, even Fox News here. Even Fox News here is now reporting at least four federal criminal investigations are now up and coming, happening now in the Biden family. Just watch a minute of this. Story breaking right now. We have just received word tonight of yet another federal criminal investigation into the Biden family that appears to be focused specifically on Hunter Biden's business dealings with China and his relationship with Burisma Holdings in Ukraine. So this is now the fourth federal investigation that has been reported in recent days. According to the New York Times, it was launched by agents in Pittsburgh at the request of Attorney General William Barr based on information that he received and forwarded to them from Rudy Giuliani. Now, I'm going to leave it off that just for a moment. <clears throat> we heard uh, we heard AG Barr, and that's been getting uh, people pretty upset about everything going on with AG Barr. We'll get to him in a minute. Now, this came out from Catherine Herridge. This is the only why the only reason why I pointed that out is because now the mainstream media is now doing more coverage of Joe Biden and his son, Hunter. All of a sudden, we were all banned for for it two months ago. Couldn't talk about them because it was impacting the election too much. So we got silenced. Now that the media and big tech think it's over, now it's okay to a certain extent, except for YouTube. Look at this tweet here from Catherine Herridge. I'm going to read this. Attorneys for Hunter and James Biden have refused to cooperate with the committees. It should be noted that collectively, when President Trump's family and associates, they produced documents when they were being interrogated. Remember, Trump gave them everything they asked for, subpoenas, everything. And they agreed to appear also at interviews to answer some of the hardest questions. As you scroll down, there's not, this was December 12th. Outstanding Senate requests of Biden family and associates, they are refusing to answer the question. So now we have a double standard here. Now we have a double standard. Trump was put through the fire the moment he's decided to run for president. He was being spied on, his family, his associates, everything was being, was being spied on. Now we have real crimes here, real questions to be asked from Chuck uh, Grassley and Senator Ron Johnson, and they are just hiding Hiding, and this is from Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. What do you think is going on behind the scenes? Now, if the Trump team lawyers, Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis, fail to get anywhere with their with their um, with their lawsuits, 
Option number two, I really believe, is the military, this, this executive order. And when I hear this video here of Rudy Giuliani saying he would volunteer to be the special prosecutor to go to take Joe Biden down before Inauguration Day, he said he would do it. Here's the video of him saying how he would do it and why he would do it. Good enough. You're saying right now you volunteer to be special prosecutor. And if you were appointed special prosecutor before the 20th of January, noon on the 20th, in front of a grand jury, you're confident that you could bring an indictment about their compromise by the Chinese Communist Party and taking money from the CCP. That That is correct. That's what you're saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, I, and I'm, I'm quite confident I could bring the Ukraine case. That when I have 22 witnesses. And I have tape recordings. I mean, the, the, the Ukraine case is 100% is 100% made case for which I was tortured, pilloried, threatened with disbarment, threatened with prosecution. This is, why, this, 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 this is why people love you, Mayor, because they understand you're a honey badger. You're relentless. They don't care. You don't care how you mock. Uh, I have to tell you, you I'm very, very sad about this, Steve. This isn't, this isn't something that I'm happy about. Uh, to, to see some, something like this happening to the presidency of the United States gets you close to wanting to cry. I mean, I never thought Mayor, I'd see I know a day in which somebody like this would be stepping into the into the White House where I would possess in my records the evidence that shows that he's been a career criminal. Mayor, I know you've got to bounce. You got, uh, and you've got to take care of yourself, Mayor. The entire Mayor. world... The entire world needs needs you. So we gotta Thank keep you. we gotta keep you healthy, okay? So that is very interesting to me. So there's so many things. Is, is this entire thing with Trump and uh, Giuliani and Jenna Ellis? I don't think it's a cover operation to to keep the bad guys off of their off their scent. Well, if if all their lawsuits somehow don't go through, these corrupt courts don't go through. Um, well, Rudy Giuliani then become, he has, he has the entire case. He just said he has 22 witnesses, audio recordings. He has enough to bury Joe Biden by Inauguration Day. This is what I'm saying. It feels like there's so many contingency plans and everything going on. So I know we had mentioned Barr, Attorney Barr, not too long ago. And I'm going to play devil's advocate just for a bit here. Donald Trump tweeted this out here. Just three words, a big disappointment. And he retweeted a man by the name of Todd Starnes. He says that the Wall Street Journal story is true and Attorney General Barr knew in the spring about the Biden investigation and kept it quiet. He should be fired by the end of the business day. Now, this Wall Street Journal article, this is the one right here that he was referencing. Barr worked to keep Hunter Biden probes from public view during election. And again, the Wall Street Journal, <laughs> you, and what can you trust anymore? So I, I looked at it and I want you guys just to keep an open mind about this. Attorney General William Barr has known about a disparate set of investigations involving Hunter Biden's business and financial dealings since at least this spring. And their source, it's only a person familiar with the matter. That's their source. Anonymous garbage. And work to avoid their public disclosure during the heated election campaign. Now, the whole, the whole point about this is saying, again, Barr knew he didn't have the balls to go through with this because he didn't want to interfere with the election. And it's the same, kind of the same notion we're hearing with the Supreme Court. We don't want to be the ones that decide these elections. We want to, we want to keep away from that. Bring us a better case that has better standing. And then maybe we'll look at it. It seems everybody's being a bunch, I'm going to say it, bunch of pussies. That's what it feels like. That's exactly 
what this feels like. And when I see Trump retweeting that saying it's a big disappointment, I am not willing just yet to torch Bill Barr. I'm not just yet. Again, it could be optics. I'm sick of optics. I don't know at this point. I just don't know. You guys are just hearing straight up my opinion. But Paul Sperry here, he he ripped in some fire on A.G. Barr here. He says, A.G. Barr's excuse is that he had to play it by the Beltway book, that his hands were tied by DOJ rules that aren't even former rules, but mere guidelines against talking about investigations before an election. Well, the thing is, the shit was open since 2018 with Hunter Biden. What the hell was the FBI doing the entire time? Oh, that's right. They were hiding it and sitting on it. November 3rd is long past, so what's keeping you mum now? And he calls him a swamp rat. Pretty serious. And then he goes on to say, shame on Bill Barr. He knew the Obama-Biden regime spied on the Trump campaign and framed Trump and his advisors as Kremlin agents in the Spygate scandal. Yet he not only let them get away with unprecedented political espionage, but he let them back into power. Called him a swamp rat again. Double shame on AG Bill Barr. He also knew since at least last spring that Biden family was corrupt and compromised by China, yet allowed these career shysters to slip into the White House. Now, the reason why I'm not willing to go crazy and insane on Bill Barr right now is because I don't know what he's doing behind the scenes. We know the DOJ, the FBI, whatever, whatever good that is left in these establishments, if there is any, we don't know what they're... I could come on right now and say, screw Bill Barr, he's a shill, he's deep state, he's bad, and then tomorrow or on Monday we could find out he's indicted 20, 30 people. It could happen, and I don't want to be that person that looks like a fool. So I'm going to keep it there for right now. I want to see how the next few weeks, um, at least till mid-January, to see how this is all going to play. We have a lot of time still um, with that. But this whole entire notion that people have, and I wanted to bring this up in the last show, so I'm going to do it here, and we'll end this uh, end it on this note real quickly. This notion that the American people don't trust the DOJ. I saw your comments in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Sydney can bring all the evidence that she has. It's solid. It's foolproof. But if the judges and the courts are corrupt, what does it matter? And there is this growing sentiment that we can't even trust the people that are supposed to, you know, weigh, the, weigh, weigh justice. Where is it? Where's the consequences? We are the we are supposedly the uh, country um, that runs by the rule, rule of the law, but it doesn't seem it applies to anybody that it really needs to apply to. Just an example of this. The Gateway Pundit, this was one of the men here that went out and testified about what he saw delivering ballots on his truck and the crazy story. We talked about him already, but the whole entire point of this is when he went to the FBI, instead of investigating the information he was talking about, they started arresting him and his family. He says, so I gave them what I saw, what happened to me, what I'd done, and what they wanted to do instead was focusing on the picture they wanted to focus over here and try to figure out how I came on TV. That's what they were worried about. He said, the one gentleman is kind of like mixing up my words. He didn't understand what I was saying. I speak pretty clearly. So I gave them the information. Then what they wanted to do is with it, instead of investigating, the information is too good and start harassing my family, start asking questions of my family. How did I get here? And I just thought it was interesting where the gentleman invest, where the gen, this gentleman's investigation took him. Instead of going to Beth Page, Harrisburg, Lancaster, where all these crimes took place, the next day is over here. That's why I keep coming out because I'm not going to let this get swept under the rug. I'm not just going to do it. So when you go to the FBI, you're a good citizen. You're, you're telling the truth. And what does the FBI do? He was on with Lou Dobbs. And one of the questions the investigators asked him is, 
Which Republican is paying you to come out and say these things? Said it on Lou Dobbs. I watched it myself. The clip was too long. He talks too slow. Couldn't fit it in this episode, but that's what happened. Asked him, what Republican is paying you to, to spew these lies? How can anyone trust anybody as far as law enforcement? I'm not talking about local police. I'm talking about the FBI, the DOJ, especially when you see stories like this as well. This is all coming to a major theme. We're going to close it up here. DJHJ Media. FBI has Seth Rich laptop. After all, lawyers... Letter showing the slow walk of invest- investigation of his murder. News broke Wednesday, this past Wednesday, that after years of gatekeeping and setting up obstacles for independent investigators, the FBI has admitted that they had his laptop full of information and they were slowly trying to locate details to investigate the murder of the DNC staffer. No, you know what they're waiting for? They're waiting for Trump to get out and to install their person and they can throw all this in the garbage, along with Epstein, Anthony Weiner, Hillary Clinton, all the major players, and they're all sitting on it. So this is why people are saying, how can we trust the DOJ and the FBI? And I am there with you all. I'm there with you all on that. I am there. And Michael Flynn here in this Breitbart article, and this is where we're going to end, is even talking about himself. There's an anti-American sentiment in the DOJ, FBI, Intel community. He knows it. He says, I mean, I think most Americans would agree or many Americans would agree that there's an anti-American sense inside of some of these institutions and they just do not want to see our country thrive in the way that I think Donald Trump has been able to to do that despite the assault on him and his ability to lead this country. There are needs. So the whole point, ladies and gentlemen, the question that I need to ask all of you, how far was this plan when, when Trump was installed here How far is the exposure going to expose the darkness? Does the darkness go to the DOJ? Does it go as far as the FBI? Does it go as far as far as the Supreme Court? Who has to be exposed? I don't know. I don't know. But this is interesting here as far as the Supreme Court. Jenna Ellis tweeted this out. This is exactly why I wrote my book in 2015. Law schools do not teach the Constitution. They teach what the Supreme Court says about the Constitution. Americans must understand the true basis of our Supreme Law. And what was the tweet? Dr. Carol M. Swain. Our Supreme Court would make better decisions for the American people if the nominees were not almost exclusively Ivy Leaguers. It's possible to graduate from law school, have never studied or read the Constitution. And this is why I'm saying this cancer that has been installed into our country for so long, our our public school systems, our colleges that are just rampant with Chinese shit, communist shit everywhere, critical race theory. There is so much garbage that is installed in our systems and we were set to be gutted from the inside out. And that's been the plan this entire time. And this is why we're seeing so much pushback with everything going on right now. But Jenna Ellis made a good point there. Maybe if the Supreme Court studied the actual Constitution and now other Supreme Court justices say it did, and based on what our founders established, maybe, just maybe, would have better decisions made for the American people. Just maybe. So, just to show you guys my love here, there is some cursing in this video. I just want to show you all, because I love you all out there. The woke fam is strong. You all out there, you're all my motherfuckers. And what am I talking about? Listen to this video. I love you guys. The woke army is strong. It's a beautiful day to be alive, motherfucker. 
So with you know a motherfucker, and you love a motherfucker, send this message to that motherfucker. Tell that motherfucker that you love that motherfucker all the way to the moon and back, motherfucker. Hey, motherfucker. I'm sending this to you because I consider you one of my motherfuckers. So if you know some motherfuckers, send this to 10 of your motherfuckers and me. They make 11. And you have a motherfucking blessed day. <laughs> motherfucker. Yes. I love you guys. I love you guys. You guys are fun. You guys are funding and supporting this channel and it's going to continue to grow and it's going to be amazing. Guys, before you head out, check out wokesocieties.com. I have my store, my video replays, donations, all that good stuff. They're all right there. Check out especially my store. And if you guys, you guys have two more days, two more days. If you guys order now, you're going to have by the 14th, we are guaranteeing you have your, your products by Christmas hoodies hats mugs we have christmas ornaments pepe ornament the epstein christmas ornament is, is fantastic more hats mugs um yeti yeti style uh, traveler mugs glassware we have it all we have v-necks for all the ladies and all the woke merch with the hats the winter hats all that good stuff drunk wives matter um has been selling like crazy and it's a really funny gifts here the 2020 participation trophy for all of us because we all know this year has been hell they make funny gifts get your family or friend a 2020 participation trophy for just making it uh for just making it and surviving it it's been a rough year for everybody so again guys you got that and if anyone wants to become a personal sponsor of this show you can go right to wokesocieties.tv you can do a monthly subscription it's cheaper than netflix or a yearly whatever you want to do this will get you on the web the cell phone and as well it gets you on the Roku. If you go on Roku, you can search Woke Societies and I will be on the Roku. Live streaming will be coming there very soon. And exclusive content that is just for the WokeSocieties.tv fam will be on there as well. So go check that out and sign up. All right, now for the fun part of the show, I get to hang out with all of you that have been donating and just showing the love because you guys have been absolutely great here. Let me pop this back over. I think we uh, we're at 3.2 on D Live. We peaked at and 450 on Twitch. That's a new record. And Pilled, gonna have to see what Pilled is here. Let me see what Pilled is. Unless you guys know they're listening out on Pilled, can let me know. I think I crashed Pilled when I when I played their ad, <laughs> which is fine because people are signing up like crazy over there. And uh, as you should, it's a censor-free platform built here in America by Americans for Americans. So we got that going. Let me see what Pill did. So I don't know the numbers on Pill, but I'm just going to say we're at an even 4,000 tonight. Let me hop over here, see if there's any super chats or power chats and all that good stuff. And I will not forget about the chest. More lemons, man. Slur Giles. You are the man. Thank you, sir. 2002, Patrick and Mr. J-Bill were in a... Guys, you were in a furious fight for the top spot tonight for uh, for top contributor. I really appreciate it. You guys, you guys are great. You guys are fantastic. Let me get another Christmas song here. Yeah, we can do this one. I'm good with this one. I like this song. So, guys, you know, you get to, you know what you guys get at the top of the hour? 
You get methods to madness. Methods to madness. And methods if you're listening. Um, who's your guest tonight? I know you told me before, but I forgot. Thank you for hosting. Let me see it. There's other people hosting here. Hey, reasonable TV. I get, we gotta we gotta link up, man. Craig, we gotta link up. You're too good of a dude not to. I, I love your show too. Space shot methods. Thank you for hosting, guys. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Yeah, Craig Mason, we're, we're we gotta do a show together. I got a bunch of people to do a bunch of shows with. For sure. So yeah, you got methods on the top of the hour. Um, I don't know who his guest is, but whoever it is, I know they're very intriguing and pretty awesome. I just can't remember the name. He told me, but I forgot. So thank you. Uh, I think Mr. J-Bill, you're handing out subscriptions to the channel like candy. Thank you, sir, for doing that. We're just growing by the day. DLive is growing by the day. Guys, catch me on Rumble, BitChute, all that stuff. I'm everywhere. Let's see. He just... Oh! Oh, it's Craig! <laughs> that's that's one. <laughs> Craig Mason is going to be on with Methods tonight. So there you go. I knew there was a mental block somewhere. Thanks, Methods, for letting me know. Jeez. I am a blonde, by the way. Something just right over the head. So there you go. You're going to have Craig Mason on with Methods. That is must-watch. Must-watch. Yeah, everyone in the chat's like, it's Craig, it's Craig, it's Craig. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, you guys are gonna get Craig and Methods at uh, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern, and they're gonna, you know they're gonna bring the fire. Craig is uh, Craig is always based. He's just based. He's always in a good mood. He's always got positive vibes. It's a good dude. We're gonna definitely have to do a show together at some point. It's it's good times, but awesome, awesome. So yeah, guys, we're just hanging out now. We're just chilling. We're just chilling, chilling. All right, somebody got me a power chat. I'm gonna play that song again because it's just so dope. Someone got me a power chat. Ah, Rich LDRND, hundred dollar donation and power chat. Thank you, sir. Happy half century to Rage Patriot, <laughs> woke fam. See at seventeen hundred Texas time. Look for intro to Flashpoint with your aggro host, Rage Patriot. I don't know what that is. That's fine. Wow, we have five hundred and twenty-four live viewers on Pilled. I think that is a record for uh, for Pilled. Actually, no, it's not. We got a 1,000 on on uh, an election night, but that's because it was a six-hour stream. This is this has been a... Uh, that's a pretty good number. I haven't seen 524 over 300 in, in weeks. So we got about 42, 4,300 across platforms. So once we get to the five... I'm going to be on top of the world because that's exactly where I was on YouTube before I got booted. You guys are great. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. 35,000 lemons tonight. You guys are killing it. Killing it with the lemons and donations. Yeah, and for everyone out there on Twitch, get off of Twitch. Get off of there. I know you like it. Hop on DLive. Hop on Pilled. And what I'm going to do actually before I forget... Here is Methods channel, so you guys can go over there. If you guys haven't subscribed and followed him, go do it. Go do it. There's the link, DLive fam. I'm going to drop it in Twitch, too. Guys, I know Twitch is uh, some... There you go. Go there and uh, tell him Woke sent you. I know he's there. He's getting ready for his show right now, so 
That's fine. Guess what? When uh, when Twitch is gone, when all of our cre your creators are off of big platforms, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You guys need to adjust and stop crying. Stop crying about it. I don't give a shit anymore. Stop crying about going to alternate platforms. It won't. It won't surprise me in about a month if we're if any of us are on there if we don't have a blackout once once they kick Trump off of Twitter because that that's what's coming. That's what's coming. So, anyone's still crying about all, anybody's coming over to, oh, I don't like this platform. It sucks. It sucks. Well, guess what? We have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere. So, I don't want to hear any bitching from everybody on Twitch when I get taken off there. <clears throat> I don't. Hop over, join the uh, woke army on D Live and Pilled, and enjoy the shows. Pilled has been, Pilled does not lag, it's a perfect live streaming platform. And it's only going to get better. So yeah, guys, you're going to see me. I got to see if I'm going to put my weekend video together tomorrow. I haven't worked on it all weekend. It's just so so busy. Um, if there is, there's going to be, a, you'll get a random notification from me. Follow me on Twitter. It'll be out there. It'll kind of be a montage video, but I'm going to try to uh, change it up just a little bit and uh, do some more things with it. Um, evolve it a little bit more. I like the turnout for it uh, that we had last week, so for all the people that can't catch all the live shows and want to laugh and be angry and just have a roller coaster of emotions, so now I'm just droning on. Let me open up the chest here for everybody. Lots of lemons this time. 752 lemons in this one. And once I get made a partner on DLive, which is just pending, that chest is going to fill up 50% faster, so it's going to be great. And oh yes, oh yes, I don't want to forget Guys, if you want to follow my wife, she started doing live streams. She does spiritual stuff. She's into gods and goddesses. She does reading. She does a whole bunch of stuff. If you're into that stuff, I'm going to drop her link here too. Go give her a follow. She killed it last time. She got 63 viewers on her last stream. And <laughs> compared to what she was getting on Facebook, that was, you know, a lot better. So DLive's where it's at right now. DLive and Pilled. I'm going to drop her link right now. Go just give her a follow. She might be on tonight. I don't know, though. Pretty sure she might be on tonight. But if you follow her, you get a notification. I'll put it on your Twitch chat, too. Anybody that's into that stuff, and she does provide other services outside of the live streams as far as readings and all that stuff. So it's good stuff if you're into it. If you're not, that's fine, too. That's fine, too. So there you go. So go give that. So go give her a follow. Top contributors tonight, Wise Mama Bear 888, KH Farmer 910, Deep Statements, I love that name, 1000 Lemons, Shasta's Mommy 1.45, Long Island Guy 62, 1.49, B Barb 1.84 thousand, Hot Rod 73, 2.96 thousand lemons, and our top contributors of the night. Drunken Wives Matter, 3,196 lemons, 2002 Patrick 2. 13,500 and Mr. J Bill. You almost got it. You almost got it, Patrick. Mr. J Bill is always showing up. Sir, thank you for all the lemons and the subscriptions that you donate. I see you on 412. I see you on Methods. I see you everywhere. And you just give, give, give. And I can't thank you enough. So there you have it. J Bill, 13,000, 13.7,000 lemons. Thank you, sir. So, guys. If you're going to see me, it might be tomorrow night for the montage mixtape video that I might put together. 
If not, you guys will see me on Tuesday for the regularly scheduled stream. And by the way, just so you guys don't forget, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 5.30 Eastern time start. The reason why I'm doing that is because when I was starting at 6, I was running into, quite frankly, that he starts at 7. I don't like running my shows into anyone else's shows purely for a lot of selfish reasons because I don't like to lose viewers on my show. I want to keep it maintained as much as the uh, as much as I can. But I don't like to run other people's shows. So that is going to be just for Tuesday and Thursday at 5.30 Eastern starting time, and then Saturday will be 6 o'clock. And I put it in the About section so you guys have it. So that's going to be it for me, ladies and gentlemen. I got to go eat dinner and all that good stuff. So you guys... You guys keep doing your thing. The woke army is strong and we're going to keep we're going to keep pulling through. So, stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night everybody.